I would definitely say um, I was pretty much your textbook FA. Trust, <laughs> underline, bold, exclamation, that <laughs> word trust um, was my number one issue, whether that was, you know, with others or within myself, really. Um, but, oh boy, um, I used to write on anything and everything, like, do not trust anyone. Hello, and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I am so excited you're here. I am your co-host, Thais Gibson, along with our new special host, Mike Dizio. This is a podcast that discusses everything related to integrated attachment theory, the new attachment theory, along with the subconscious mind, relationships, communication, needs, boundaries, and so much more. Throughout this podcast, you'll see a series of episodes I upload with new information, educational tips all about how to thrive in relationships and really master your emotional state in your life, along with special guests hosted by Mike Dezio to discuss all of these amazing topics in some longer form content. Thank you so much for being here, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. My guest today is truly one of the driving forces behind the scenes here at the Personal Development School. She's a jack of all trades, and she is the glue that holds a lot of us together. There's truly nothing she can't and does not do, and I've had the privilege of working alongside her for the past three years. Talking with us today about her experience working at the Personal Development School, her journey as a fearful avoidant, raising a child, and more Personal Development School podcast viewers, I'd like to introduce my guest today, Jackie. Hello, Jackie. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, Mike. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. First and foremost, I'd like to say thank you for having me on the podcast. I know you've been doing an amazing job. I've had some wicked guests on here, so truly honored to be a part of it. For sure, for sure. And you're added to that list of amazing people now. So just to start out, would you be able to tell us briefly about your background, a bit of your backstory, and just let our audience know a little bit about yourself? So a little bit about me. I'm born and raised in Toronto. I'm a former fearful avoidant, leaning, anxious, preoccupied, now secure. I experienced quite a lot of back-to-back -back traumatic events as a child growing up from around five to eight years old, which made it difficult to understand and process my emotions and forced me to grow up and just mature way faster than those that were around me at the time. I obviously carried these patterns and programming with me through my teen years until I really began my healing journey. It's been rather challenging, but looking back now, I always say the most rewarding gift I've ever given myself was just to look inward and really dig deep, peeling back you know, each layer of wounds and stored beliefs. And I don't know what I'd be doing without Tice in the personal development school. Hey, that's wonderful. <laughs> how did you, what's the story? How did you end up with, with us in the beginning anyway? What were you doing like right before that? And how did you end up working for the personal development school? Yeah. So, I mean, as you mentioned, jack of all trades, I've definitely done or had my hands in a lot of things. I've been a hairdresser for most of my life. I've been in the jewelry field, but I also had the pleasure of knowing Tice way before I'd say almost 10 years now, but way before the personal development school was even created by Tice. But I also used to be a personal trainer and worked at the gym. And that is where I did get to meet her. And then one day I actually just finished meditating. And then I was actually on a trip traveling around Canada. And I went in and I saw that Tice actually contacted me and told me about, you know, the school that she's made. And it kind of just went from there. And here I am. <laughs> I love that. So FA to have like all these different careers and jack of all trades and trying all these different things. And that's funny. I actually, I got the call from Tice as well while I was traveling. I was in an airport actually. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. You know, it's um, the right time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. 
so I know you're more on the fearful avoidance side of things before, done so, a lot of work to become more secure. Can you tell us, you share with us, what were some of the most hard or challenging things about being FA prior to you doing your healing work? So I would definitely say I was pretty much your textbook FA. Trust, <laughs> underline, bold, exclamation, that <laughs> word trust was my number one issue whether that was, you know, with others or within myself, really. But, oh boy, I used to write on anything and everything, like, do not trust anyone on my journals. I don't know if people remember MSN, just anything on your fa my Facebook page. I had a very, very high thing for not trusting anybody, high core wound. Constantly feeling I'll be betrayed, that I'm bad, I'm not good enough, you know, I'm unworthy, feeling shame. These were a lot, a lot of core wounds that carried with me in relationships, friendships, family, etc., and then people pleasing definitely put myself on the back burner, you know, at any time anyone needed me or if I had other plans to do, even if it was just for myself and a friend would call and say, hey, can you do this or I need help with this? You know, hands down, I'd have zero boundaries. And, you know, I just went on to people pleasing. So I'd say these couple of things really weighed heavy on me and prevented me from really growing and learning. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. And like typical FA fashion, like you said, like you're always there to help people. Like you drop things at, at the drop of a hat. You probably had so many friends and so many people liking you, but they didn't know your experience and sort of how it was on your side, I imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That can be so really I would just tough. say, no problem. I'll be there in, in a split second. And you're like, I just worked a 12 hour shift and I'm so tired, but <laughs> I'll help you out. Absolutely. Uh, before you learn about attachment theory, were you doing any other healing work or personal growth type work before you learned about personal development school? Yeah. So from a young age, as I mentioned, I went through a lot of really, really sad and traumatic experiences as a child. Unfortunately, I had a sister, which is my only sibling, who passed away at the age of 19 when I was about seven. So that was very heartbreaking for my family and myself. And then my mom put me in a lot of like support groups for grieving families, for children who've gone through kind of similar experiences, never helped me personally. And then I went through a couple psychologists growing up and then tried a lot of self-healing methods. Um, but I was really always on the path to wanting to, you know, discover and heal and reprogram, but nothing seemed to really kind of stick. And I never had those, you know, groundbreaking moments or epiphanies that, you know, sparked that huge change. And again, I think I owe that to, to PDS. And I'm curious, <laughs> did you know about attachment theory previous to working at PDS or was that this your first time learning about it? Yeah, I had no idea about attachment theory prior to PDS. It was my first time learning about it. And literally once I started, I was addicted. I dove in head first and just, you know, kept going further and further and watched, you know, video after video on YouTube and took all the courses and watched webinars. And um, yeah, it was really, that's when I kind of had levels like, wow, <laughs> this is what I've missed my whole life. Definitely the biggest feedback I get from members is just like, I wish I knew about this before. Absolutely. I hear that every single day. Yeah, you too, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You hear a lot of member feedback. And I just tell them like, what a gift to at least learn it now rather than never. If we look Absolutely. at our parents, if we look at our grandparents, forget about it. At least we have the knowledge now and we have sort of the rest of our lives to apply this and, you know, not feel a slave to our subconscious and some of these programs that are running in the background. Absolutely. So, Breaking yeah. those conditional patterning. So after you've done a lot of this like healing work and worked on your attachment style, 
what areas overall have you seen like the biggest change? Like what are some areas you see the most improvement on? I would say my entire life has changed since doing this work. And honestly, in every aspect, you know, whether it's how I communicate, learning about healthy communication, now learning, you know, how to set boundaries, my thinking process, you know, understanding why I thought or felt certain emotions when something would trigger me or come up, how to deal with triggers in a healthy manner rather than becoming, you know, so defensive and going into flight or flight mode fight or flight, sorry. So it's just changed my perspective on, you know, how I view others, not being able to take things so personally or not having to take things so personal. And I think that was honestly also one of my heaviest burden I always carried on my shoulders was taking, you know, how others feel or their their reactions to something and carrying that and taking that personal. It was just just horrible. So it's nice people were just maybe saying whatever, like nothing that they were trying to attack you, but because of your own sort of view of yourself, you might have taking a lot of comments as them having a go at you or digging at you. Absolutely. Now I know that it's it's their their journey, their experience or their stories and you know their reasons as to why they react or what they do and their thought process. So for sure. But I definitely say my my entire life has changed in in every single area. I love that. So obviously PDS, we deal with a lot of in the relationship realm. I just wanted to touch on in your relationships, family, friends romantic relationships, what's sort of been the biggest change in that area have you seen? Yeah, like I mentioned in my last comment, I mean, more so to my, I'd say like my personal romantic relationships definitely improved, you know, with my partner now, like we're always communicating our needs before. I would have never known that. I didn't even know what needs were. I didn't even know I had needs, let alone how to communicate my needs. So that's definitely something that has been life-changing to my, to my relationship. And I'll still sometimes still refer to the emotional processing tool, which is amazing for anyone that hasn't taken the emotional mastery course and discovered this worksheet yet. I still will go back to it. It's also life changing. But overall, I think just been able to allow me to choose wisely as to like what relationships I feel are healthy in my life and just be able to accept, you know, the loving people around me that genuinely care and have love for me and obviously vice versa. Love that. That's amazing. Do you find because you've done this work, as I touched on before, you probably had a lot of friends. Everybody's like, oh, Jackie, we love her so much. Yeah. Do you find that a few <laughs> people sort of fell away now that you weren't the people pleasing Jackie anymore? Did you sort of cut down on the amount of people that you were giving your time and energy to? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, like I said, it helps me. It helps you kind of put things in a different perspective and see you know, who's really a genuine friend, not just along like the lines of trust, but just who's someone that's healthy, who's someone that you learn from, who's someone that's motivating in your life. And how can you also help that person do the same? I think that's truly what a good friendship also looks like. You know, how can we grow together versus, you know, having friends around you that may bring you down and, and kind of deteriorate you and hold you back from that growth and development. I just want to jump in here and let you know that we are doing a 14 day free trial to the All Access Membership Pass at PDS, which means you get access to literally everything inside of the school. And this includes the four live webinars I do with our students every single week. And on top of that, you get access to all of our different courses. We have over 55 different courses on relationships, communication, boundaries, emotional mastery, guilt and shame, learning your needs, so many different facets that are really important to master our lives and feel really good about our lives going forward. And last but not least, there's a daily community event. We have trained facilitators and coaches who are in there doing that work, showing up to support you on your journey every single day. Please join me on the other side. Come check it out. See if it's a fit for you. I'd love to see you there. Go ahead and sign up by clicking the link in the description box below. So I wanted to shift gears into kind of the role at Personal Development School. I was wondering if you could share sort of what, you know, working for the school is like and how it's impacted you. 
Yeah, I would definitely say I'm truly grateful to work for PDS. I have a team in which, you know, we all work together. We respect one another. We constantly provide, you know, endless support and motivation. And for those that don't know, I'm the customer service team lead here at PDS. And I also have my hands in a couple other, you know, small projects and tasks, but love waking up each day, you know, working for a company that's literally making a difference in the world. And our team does, you know, monthly check-ins. We make an effort, you know, to ensure everyone feels supported and valued. And we ask connection questions and all kinds of fun stuff at times. And I think in the past, you know, I used to work for other companies and I'd come home, you know, angry, stressed out, feeling unseen, unheard, you know, devalued. So I definitely say it's really refreshing to work, you know, for PDS and a company like this and just have incredible leaders leading the way. And I think you're being a bit modest and saying the things that you do there. I, I feel like you do like a million and one thing. <laughs> we'd, we'd be here all day if we had to talk about everything you do. But thanks for sharing that. Well, what's your favorite part about the job? Maybe like as far as interacting with members or what sort of part of the job do you like the most? I mean, as far as interacting with the members, it makes my heart so, so happy to see people, you know, start off on this journey, come in, you know, and then a month or four months later, literally pour in so much time and effort into their healing journey and their personal development. And then just hear, you know, how happy they are now, you know, how life changing it's been, how well they could communicate and so on. And I think honestly, we have the best community. I'm not just saying that they all, you know, will blast out comments in the webinars when someone, you know, shares a vulnerable share and they all just, you know, send so much love and say, you know, we see you, we hear you. I mean, I just see how kind everyone is as well. So this always really makes me happy and it makes me um, happy to be a part of that. I love that. That's amazing. And yeah, you're very well loved, obviously, by the members. They see you at all the webinars there. So you're definitely a rock star and people are going to love listening to this uh, episode for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so as we know, you had a, a beautiful baby boy a little over a year ago and you've, you know, literally been raising him before our eyes. We, we all at the team get to see little baby Noah a lot of times during the day. And yeah. it's really nice to see. I just want to know as far as like parenting, this is your first time having a kid what were some of the things now, like now that you know about attachment theory, you know how how important the first zero to two years of a child's life is like, what sort of things are you really focused on? And how are you sort of approaching raising Noah now that you know what you know about attachment theory? I would literally not be the mother I am today without knowing all the wonderful, you know, content and lessons and attachment theory and all this without obviously Thais's, um lessons. But I wish I could honestly shout this out to everybody because I'm always like attachment theory, you have to learn about this. But especially before becoming a parent, I think it's very important and can have a huge impact on how you raise a child and, you know, in their development. And it's something as little as, you know, the way I communicate with him, the way, you know, we both ensure as parents to, you know, that to make sure that he sees, you know, he's in a, he sees, you know, healthy parents and a healthy, loving relationship, you know, knowing this child looks to me for survival, love and comfort, you know, not reacting in anger or outbursts, because if you're a parent or caregiver, you will be tested on a daily basis, yeah. especially in a toddler phase. But I really think that, um, I honestly say it should be taught in schools and and to parents expecting because it can change the whole dynamic and relationship you have with your child and their upbringing. Um, and after all, you know, everything stems from our childhood. So it's it's definitely helped me in my parenting and I'm able to share that and all my learnings. I obviously, you know, how I like to communicate with Noah, you know, in terms of talking about feelings and expressing yourself and all these things that um, were never modeled, let's say, in, in our childhood or for my in my partner's childhood as well. So made a huge difference. I was going to ask, is that probably one of the biggest things, you know, we all try to do better than our parents did is, is the communication piece. Is that the thing you think that you're trying to give to Noah the most that you didn't get? 
Absolutely. I mean, my parents were and are, are like the most loving parents. They're my best friends. But I'd say my dad was more on the dismissive avoidance scale. Mother was more FAA leaning AP. But we still didn't always talk about feelings or emotions or, you know, how to healthy, you know, express your, you know, health in a healthy manner and to express yourself or and I think vice versa on how they communicated stuff to me. And again, I think specific to, you know, my upbringing, it was more like in a just very depressed environment because again, like I lost my sister. So things were not really set and it was, yeah. So that was kind of the upbringing of that aspect. So I think communication is is everything and learning to be present. And I think the same for my partner who more so grew up without, you know, in our culture, not expressing your emotions and, you know, as a man that that equals weakness. So we really kind of changed that and, and broke those chains. Oh, I love that. That's such a gift for Noah. And, you know, we look forward to see him growing into a little man and see how he does. But that's amazing. He's got so much love there. And then like the fact that you're raising a kid while you're working too, to me, that's just unbelievable. Like sometimes you don't get the most amount of sleep or whatnot, but you always show up with a smile and get your work done. So I just want to commend you. I'm like, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy having a, a job and raising a kid at the same time, is Thank it? You. It's absolutely not. I used to say like, you know, being a mom's a full-time job and I didn't understand till I, you know, got gifted with that role and title. Yeah. Some days you do not, you don't know what sleep is and you still, you still have that strength and find that strength and to function and to work and to show up. But I do, I try to do it with a smile on my face every day. So I want to know what's next for Jackie. Are you putting your focus on anything these days? Is there a goal or something on the horizon that you want to achieve? What's coming up for Jackie? So I unfortunately had to put my coaching career on hold as I had to go on maternity leave when before Noah was born. So I'll definitely, I definitely have plans to explore this further in the coming future. And then my number one passion, as always, is just helping people, you know, showing them the right tools and knowledge, especially anything that Thais has created to support in their healing journey. So I will also always continue on this personal development journey, as I think it's just always beneficial to continue to learn and expand and continue to grow. I love it. I'd like to tap in more and, and explore the coaching aspect. It's, yeah, I know you'd be unbelievable. And I know like I've worked with you over the last three years and I've talked to you about things going on in my life and vice versa, but I've always felt like you were amazing at holding space and, you know, genuinely showing concern and care, which I think is such a, a big thing. Before, when I was doing coaching, I met someone who said, I didn't know if I want to be a coach. I'm like, I, I don't know if I have what it takes. And he's like, listen, the most important thing about being a coach is that you actually care about the person that's sitting across Absolutely. from you. Like you genuinely have to care to want to help them. Absolutely. And I feel like you have that for sure. So I hope sooner than later you, you do do that because you're going to benefit so many people. Thank you. And you also always show up and offer support as a friend and coworker. So I appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. And I crack some pretty good jokes, eh? funniest fun <laughs> character you're, you're pretty <laughs> darn, every day every day worth it at work you're pretty darn funny yourself <laughs> that's probably why we get along <laughs> so we covered a lot is there a tool a habit a strategy is there any anything you want to share with our audience before we come to a close today my go-to would be meditation <laughs> i say this to everybody meditation completely helped me discover you know whether parts of myself really helped me just focus on being present and still in that moment i really really value presence i think it's it's everything and then as a former fa you know chaos was always the norm for us so this just assisted in allowing me to just really be still to control you know my thoughts and emotions to sit and just have that time to practice you know positive affirmations and positive self-talk 
So I vouch for motivate meditation. And then I'd also just say journaling and working out also are my, my outlets and just part of the roadmap to improving your everyday life. Not only, you know, just taking care of the healing aspect of the mind, but just for the physical sense, you know, moving your body and for journaling, just being able to write down and release, you know, any buildup. I like kind of going back and seeing, you know, how far I've come or this is how I felt in these moments and just the journey throughout it. So meditation, journaling, and, you know, physical exercise, getting out, walking, just moving. Definitely. And get that sunshine when you can, right? Every day. <laughs> Sun every day. If you're in Toronto, not every day, but not every day. As That's much great. as possible. Awesome. Well, this was really fun, Jackie. Thank you so much. I'm glad you got to share yourself with our audience. And I really hope you do coaching soon because like I said, I think you'll help a lot of people. And yeah, it's been an honor being your coworker. And thanks Thank for being so here. Much. Thanks for being Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thank for you so sure. Much for all your support. I appreciate it. Awesome. Okay. And thanks for everyone for listening today. And as always, good luck on your healing journey and we'll see you next time.